Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. All praise and thanks due to Allah. Hi everyone, I hope you are good and well in good health and imam of faith. Inshallah. Welcome back to another episode of the Human Habit Podcast. And inshallah, in today's episode, we're going to continue with our conversation with our dear brother, Yusuf Ibrahim, the passionate school teacher. And inshallah, continue where we left off from last week's episode. So without further ado, here we go. So what's the biggest challenge you've overcome and how do you do it? The biggest challenge, I think, it was, I think, when... Born. My second child was yeah. born, and at the time I went to new school, so this was the middle of lockdown. Yeah. So I, I would so imagine lockdown happened last year, January lockdown happened, mm. and I got a new job. Okay, and I don't know anybody else, so I can't even go to school and meet the people and meet the kids. I don't even know how, what I'm doing. And on top of that, my wife just gave birth, yeah, and she's going obviously going through a lot of difficulty as well at the time, mm-hmm. you know. So it was the hardest challenge I had because I, ha- I didn't know how to manage. My, my work because obviously when you, when you start a new school yeah, you don't know anything you got yeah. the pressure they yeah. want to know they, they want to know if you're slacking off because I have a probation for three months and if you're really rubbish I said to you go away we don't need you anymore really yeah. so you got to make sure you're on top of what you're doing but how do you do that when you have somebody you who just baby, had, a, yeah. who had an, a baby and an operation and then you have another child as well a two year yeah. two and a half year old okay, yeah. who have their own needs to be met as well yeah. That was the hardest challenge for me. Yeah. I thought the, the that's, one... So that's the only reason, isn't it, mashallah? That's good. Yeah, yeah. I thought the, the Gloucester, going to Gloucester, that was hard. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was so harder. This is, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's challenges of life, isn't it? But alhamdulillah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good, yeah. mashallah. So yeah. when I say the word habit, what's the first thing that springs to your mind? Because I asked that question to people because I'm still researching about it. What's the, the first thing that springs to mind? <laughs> la- just lying about, just lazing about. I yeah. think that's the biggest habit I have. You know, I... I uh, for me, I have obviously people have good habits and bad habits. But the one, the one you're thinking, the first habit that comes into your mind is me just sitting in front, in a chair with some tea and just yeah. just chilling <laughs> on my phone or whatever it is I'm doing, just relaxing, not doing anything. Yeah. And but on, is that a good thing or? It's not a good thing yeah. because I'm obviously I'm you're depends on the context. If, that's what I'm saying. That's what if you that's what I'm saying. It depends on because like if you say if that was relaxing, that was a mode of relaxing. That's all right. But if you're doing that and you, I say, if you feel guilty about it, it's like some brother was asking me, another Ma'alim was asking yeah. me on the podcast, he said, yeah. he's got a habit of watching TV. I said, look, watching TV by itself is not a bad habit. Mm-hmm. It only becomes a bad habit if it's, if it's, Stopping you from doing something more productive, yes, or yes. if you feel guilty, that's yeah. an emotion about you. If you're watching it, makes you feel guilty about the activity, then right. this becomes a habit. But if you let's say now, that's what I'm saying for you. If you say that, that's what I'm saying. Do you feel bad and guilty about it? Because then that means you you feel you could use neither the time better yeah. or I don't feel guilty about it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you feel it's funny because when you go out, when you go to bed at night, yeah, and you take, take stock of what you've done through the whole day, and yeah. you think. Did I just spend all this time just doing nothing? Like what? And because Subhanallah, you, you you're given a set amount of seconds every single day, like, yeah. a, like credit that once it's gone you can't get it back. But yeah. you're given that. And what are you doing with that time, really? So all in the recent few weeks, I've been just reading a book or reading something or doing. Oh, so now you've replaced it with something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I wish for the last few months I was doing something productive with that time because yeah. you know you think to yourself, you know, 
I, you know, if I had that time again, I would try and do something with it, you know, gain something or new skill yeah. or whatever it is I will, you, will, you want to do that because so, you don't want, and yeah, that's the one, that's the first habit that comes to me really. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping to change that soon, you know. Yeah, inshallah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm yeah. offering the coaching service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I was waiting for your ass somewhere. <laughs> You might be my first customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the client, first client. Now, anyway, no old jokes aside, seriously. Mm. No, what I'm saying is like that. That's what I'm saying. It depends on what you link and associate. That's why even me, when I became interested, mm. it's like, that's what I said. A habit might start off as a good thing at the beginning, but in as your values change, that's another thing. Because yeah. a habit, like, see, that habit, what's happened now is, <clears throat> maybe your values have changed. Yes, so yes. maybe now, mashallah, with the, as a father and as a husband, maybe you think you could use that time yeah, with yeah. them, or maybe you think uh, with, a new, with, your new, with that career you yeah. could improve on that. So the value has changed. Yes. And then now, like the like you said, and then that's when you think, oh, I could have watched that. You see, like even me, I used to be a crazy Liverpool football fan. Yeah. Now I could not w- spend ninety minutes watching Liverpool. Yeah. I would feel guilty. Yes. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, oh, you just spent an hour and a half watching football mm. because my, your value has changed. Because now. That hour and a half, yeah, you value it more than yeah. the, when you see what you're gonna get out of watching the football. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same. It's not the same. You get anymore. it. Yeah, so yeah. you will feel. So now, like I watch the highlights or whatever, and so that's what I'm saying. Your values change. change. You know, where the habit before is served a purpose because mm. if you're a Liverpool fan and you enjoyed watching them, or like you know, if you say you just like relaxing and chilling out, yeah. You know, with a cup of tea, and then now your values change, but the habit is still running, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> with no gold. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, okay, how do you manage your time and and your day? Because now, with like you said, you know, with your workload from uh, like marking teachers, yes, and also being a father and, yeah. and you know, husband yeah. and stuff like that. How do you manage your time? Because I think does that connect with what you just said? Now that habit, maybe if no, you it's, use it's, that it's, time. No, it's it's funny because. When you manage, when you're a teacher, one thing you learn on being a teacher is you learn how to manage your time. You know, because I was rubbish with my time. You yeah. know, but as a teacher, you time is everything. How to manage it? You know, more than even money sometimes because you are judged, literally judged, on how you can manage. As soon as you enter the school, what time you enter the school, what time you put your bags down, what time you go onto the computer, you print your work, your resources for the kids, you yeah. know, for the students, yeah. to marking your work and the homework, and then staying after school to do whatever. You're literally judged, and you judge yourself on the ability to manage time. Yeah. So that's one thing I've learned. Teachers taught me that I've, I've probably in another job I would have never do. Yeah. So you learn the time management. And I think when going when you when you think about it, when I went to London, I think I stayed there for a year. Like I said, nearly two years. Mm. I went there for the first time in my life. I was on my own. You know, I was not with my wife, not with my parents. Yeah. I was in an own school, so I had to manage time. And you realize when you're in a traffic like London yeah. and you're stuck in traffic and there's nobody to cook food for you and you're in a whole different city yeah. yeah. and you don't know who to go where to go you start to realize where the time goes. and it's a challenge on its own I mean there were literally times I would I would be coming home at 7 o'clock 8 o'clock at night at night yeah. knowing that I have to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning right yeah. and I've got stuff to mark in how am I going to do all that and what do you do so you, the value of time you learn being as a teacher is just and un- un- um Unsurmountable. So, yeah. obviously, the last few weeks, because I'm obviously going abroad now, inshallah, uh, inshallah I'm going abroad, you, you stop working and then you suddenly go back to those rubbish habits that you had before yeah. where you're not doing anything much, yeah. really. You're, not, you're just, just sitting, waiting. just waiting and doing the odd job here and odd job there. You suddenly you realize, hold on a minute, you know. But that's like, a, that's just a temporary circumstance yes. anyway, which is kind of all right because once you get into a routine, you, you, know, the, routine, you go back yeah. to the whole thing, yes. Yeah. Do you but, have any particular... 
in hacks or something you use to do checklist how do like uh, for me i have a task list so in the morning if mm. there's if there's some important task i need to do i put them on my phone yeah. surprise surprise the phone is the first thing that you all everyone looks at you know yeah, including you myself. so if you look at the phone it tells you what it is yeah um and then uh, you have a, you have a you have a mental checklist of what to do mm. you try and do one thing i've learned and this is a really good habit is if you have a certain task to do always go for the hardest tasks first the one that seems to be the most difficult one because yeah. you do that the rest of them you know the quite easy and you you feel less stressed doing them you know yeah. so if i have a class of marking to do i will go for the hardest class or the toughest class to mark or the one with the most uh, which subject did you teach so i science, taught science uh, so my, i'm a i'm a biology teacher mm-hmm. so i can t- um predominantly teaching biology throughout so Uh, when it comes to A levels, for instance, I could teach biology A level, mm. but below A levels, so GCSEs or Key Stage three, so from year seven to year nine, yeah. I can do general science. Yeah. So I can teach chemistry, I can teach physics, okay, yeah. I can teach biology up to GCSE level. But what I specialize is in biology. Okay, yeah, that's your, yeah. yeah. There's lots of biology around. There's a lot of demand for chemistry and the physicists. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Why did you? What do you remember? What made you become interested in that at a young age? Just, just like because, because you know, when you do well in in your school and you mm. always do well in science, suddenly you think, oh, you know what? I like science. I can do well in science. I could probably teach science. You know, yeah. because you, that just not. So is that just a natural inclination? That's what I'm that saying. Natural inclination. Yeah. Although, if 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 you ask me. If I were to go back again in 2007, if I go back to 2009 mm. when I uh, when I left university, mm. I'm going to computers. I would probably do a computer science degree, and I'd be a computer science teacher instead of yeah. science. You know? Do you, do you still have interest in? That I one? still have interest in computer mm. science. Sometimes I do wonder, right? I just sometimes in the middle of the night, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, mm. science is such a hassle because it's such a complicated, you know, complicated subject. Really, mm. why can't you just do something that you you only like as a hobby? You just mm. work on computers and technology and IT. You like that as a hobby. I like that as a hobby, really. Mm. So it's one of the things I like to do as a hobby. Mm. So if I if I use that hobby to my teaching career, yeah. then I would even enjoy even more. More, yeah. Whereas science is just like. Can you not pursue that now, or would you think in the I can't. Time? I mean, it's, it's pursuing obviously would cost time and effort, yeah, really, yeah. because. I can obviously I'm a qualified teacher so I can yeah. teach whatever subject I like yeah. but you don't want to do that and just walk into school and say I'm a computer scientist <laughs> and think oh, hold on a minute what have you taught in computer yeah. science really so that would require you to go back and like do computer retrain, courses like retrain, retrain and yeah. you know um, but there's a process to do that you know yeah. and obviously at if, this moment is not made yeah, it's, 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 infi- it's not feasible for me at this moment at this because moment. if I had if I was single and I had nobody there to worry about me yeah. I, I probably could do it really but <laughs> not when your time is ticking really yeah uh, well no inshallah I'm sure you'll be able to pursue it mm. it's, it's, it's in your mind and heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well, mm. so what inspires you what, is, what do you mean by that like what, what inspires you is there anything that inspires, inspires me um Life, like I think I, I don't have one single thing that inspires me. I think probably like a lot of things that inspires well, yeah, me. Really, yeah. you know, it's it's the first person obviously is uh, my mom because she has got a huge influence on me. You know, mm. so anything that makes her happy is, is inspiring for me. Yeah, like, that you know, because it's hard to get anything ha- make her happy. These you know, like get that emotion out of her. You know, she's very mm. tough. Yeah, she's not easily uh, influenced. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's got high standards. You know, probably yeah. think. Oh, you did this. That's low expectations. You know, try and raise <laughs> yeah. up your standard a little high. You know, so yeah. Um, so I got that, and I have obviously my wife and uh, the kids. Obviously, you know, Inshallah. making sure they're well, you know, you know, well looked after. I don't want that's that sort of inspiration. And obviously, I have obviously historical figures. You know, you know, religious figures, 
who are very inspiring, you know, what they've achieved and, you know, what they... So I have all, a lot of different... Is it Umar bin Khattaf? One of them, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. So he's one as well. So, yeah. And what perplexes you or confuses you? Is there like anything that... You know, like maybe you just, for example, you said the kids. Yeah. You know, when you was in school, like that, I'm just saying, give you an example. Like, you know, when you think, why are these kids not interested? Or for yeah. me, like before, when I used to think, man, why is behavior change so hard? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Because like, yes. yeah, I couldn't change my bad habits. And that's what so I'm saying. Is there anything that perplexes you or confuses you? Yeah, that, that, you that, obviously, that? there are certain things obviously, you know, perplexes you. That you think to yourself, like, you know, I mean, this is a very good example, really. People people make assumptions, you know. I always wonder why people make assumptions when, <laughs> first, when you first meet somebody. You know, people yes. always say, you know, never judge a book by a cover. But surprise, surprise, people always do that. You know, <laughs> yeah. They always people always judge you by the first thing, what you say and how you talk and yeah, yeah. you know, so it's it's almost like, you know, for the teacher, the, the, the head of the department who didn't like me, she judged me straight away. She thought I wasn't an ink I was an incapable teacher. I didn't know what I was doing, you know, like yeah. without even doing because you could feel the vibes when you first meet somebody. Yeah. Whether they're gonna be nice to you yeah, or you whether, feel you know, that intuitively. Yeah, they intu- it's you. an intuition thing. You feel like, oh, do they value you or do they not value you? And I really like straight away she didn't value me. She didn't, I didn't even have to I didn't even teach, but she made an assumption about me straight away. Yeah. I, you know, this person looks like they're incapable. So, you know, that always protects me. Why? Why do people always judge straight away? You know, it's, it's almost like a habit. And as a teacher for myself, one thing I've learned is mm. I have to make, I have to teach myself that as well because it's easy habit to fall in. Yeah. You have you meet <laughs> new students and new kids and suddenly you make an assumption, no, that student is dumb or that's clever and he's okay without even giving them a chance to show what they're worth, yeah. really. You know, that protects me. And obviously, apart from that, you know, habits like, you know, why certain habits are so ingrained. Some are hard to break and some are easy to break. Yeah. Why is that? Is it because of time or how much time you, you've been through the habit or is it because yeah. it's not as important? So those sort of things yeah. too. And my last question, what fascinates you? What fascinates me? Well, what fascinates me is... The uh, topic, some things. Then it's the human like mind really fascinates me. You know, mm-hmm. when you, One thing when you're a teacher, you realize, you know, what fascinates you is seeing the degree of you know, how resilient the mind is. You know what they say? People think they can't do things. They think, you know, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then you put them under pressure. You know, you give them a bit of under pressure and then you give them a bit of encouragement and they, they think they can do it. In your mind, you think it yourself. They probably can't do it. But you're telling them, yes, you can. Yes, you can do it. And you give them a bit of rewards. Yeah. I mean, one of the first things I do as a teacher, you know, when this is it's like, a, like a, as a teacher, one thing I've learned and this is from reading a lot of books I've realized mm. is that when you go to a class full of kids who are really but you might like, say they're not interested in they're yeah. interested in the subject matter or they're yeah. not interested in what you're doing yeah. and you you try how do you give them confidence that they can do it how do you do that well what you do the first thing you can do is you can go through a few lessons with them and then give them an easy test and then yeah. mark it very easily so they're gonna get high grades and they're like whoa I got this grades and you could see the mind thinking yes I can do this you know I can do this yeah. in your mind you're like yeah well done you're clapping in your hands all you want to do is give them confidence. All you want to do is like, yeah, you can do it. And then out of, out of, you know, it's fascinating. You see how their mind switch. Yeah. And the next thing you know, when you go to the same class, suddenly they're very attentive. Yeah. And they want to do it. Now, there's a, there's a problem with this. It doesn't work on everybody else. Yeah. There are some students, and that's, that's a fascinating thing. Nothing goes through them. They've already made up their mind. I'm not interested in what you're teaching. I don't really care. I'm just looking to go to finish my year 11th and then leave school and do whatever I want to do. Yeah. So those, that's the thing that, that fascinates me. How the mind 
can make some minds are malleable. You can change them, and some are fixed. Yeah. Now, how do you break somebody who's even to, even to this day? I don't know because <laughs> yeah. no matter what you try or what you do, yeah, there are some students you can never get through, and all you're trying to do is keep them quiet and don't disturb the class. Yeah. If you do that, <laughs> I, I've done my job. Yeah. Because you keep sending. I mean, I remember this is quite funny when this is my first professional job in London, and I had a year eleven class, and it's all bottom set, and this work. These were kids who were into gangs. It's 15 to 16 year old boys. Okay, it's like a, a class of 11. All yeah. right, all, and they're all into gangs. Not interested. They don't, they're not interested in, in your chemical formulas or they're not interested in your physics and your, your gravity. <laughs> and any, any, they're not interested in any of that stuff. They are just, they walk into the class with headphones and. So there was a teacher before me who, who left the school. So I'm picking up her, her class, right? And they probably think I'm, I'm just the same teacher as her. In two, three months, I'm going to leave and then leave them. So they, they could do whatever. I want. In the end, I used to get rid of them. Out of 11 students, I used to take nine kids out of the class. So you had two left? I had two left. And that two, they would do what I tell them to do. The nine, they would be doing, talking. They'd be chatting amongst themselves and talking <laughs> amongst themselves like, as, as if I was in the class. Like, yeah. who's this guy? I don't even don't know. We can trust them. At the first time, I was shocked because imagine I came from a school in Wales where everyone's quiet and nice like sheep. Yeah. You know, they will listen to you, every word. And then all of a sudden in London, you go there and nobody wants to listen to you. So what do you do then? You have two choices. Either you can be the same teacher that was there before and be a very softy, softy teacher. Mm. Or you can be like a lion and say, this is my area, this is my zone. So I got rid of them. Yeah. And that was obviously picked up by the management, the senior management team. They thought, what's this guy doing? He keeps sending people out all the time. And I was causing them problems. But for me, I didn't really care. Yeah. You know, I really, what, what, what's, what's the worst they can do to me? Mm. Tell them you don't send them out or uh, you know, try and, you know, make some maslaha, try and reassure sweet them, and them yeah. sweet, to, sweet talk to them. <laughs> I'm not doing sweet talking with people who, who are, literally don't care about the teacher. Yeah. So I got rid of them. And eventually what happened is they didn't bother turning out to my class, which is good for me. Yeah. So all I had to worry about is, in fact, I had other students from different classes who were sent out they used to come to my class yeah. and they were learning in my class. Yeah. So I was teaching some other teachers' class as well at the same time. So that's when I learned as a teacher, you you have to be... Kids can smell fear. Yeah. Kids can smell uncertainty in the teacher. They can tell if you're good what you do, if you're confident. Yeah. So that's what taught me, you know. I don't, I'm never... No one's going to tell you what to do. So you learn that through gaining experience. The experience. You yeah, learn that through experience. Grown, grown in confidence. Grown in confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But once you... Team, imagine yeah. if you if you can handle Michelle, these Michelle. kids in gangs... The hooker, who was, you can handle pretty much anybody, really. <laughs> yeah. And there was a point where there was a boy, a 16 year old boy, he was eyeing me. He was literally eyeing me. And he, don't, he as if he's trying to like uh, intimidate you, yeah. you know, as a teacher. Like when you tell them, like, be quiet or you know, stop what you're doing, and they look at you and they try to intimidate you. You stand you stand your ground. You have no choice but to stand your ground. Yeah. You know, and then you, you look at them in the eye and tell them, that's unacceptable. And you just get rid of them straight away. It didn't matter whether they're 16, 17, 18, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're the boss of your class, so. Now, Chasekallah khairan, that was fascinating. The first time we ever had a great chat. Yeah, yeah, we're always talking, but we never talk like this. Don't talk, yeah, we don't go into detail, do we? In depth, <laughs> does it, really? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I say, you know, um, what I would say from, from what I've learned through life is that challenges, is, or, or every challenge that you go through, you think it's insurmountable, but you put your effort in, you think you're good in it. And you have to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will do that, you know. And uh, I, I was lucky enough that I had people around me who believed in me. So they pushed yeah, me to the right yeah, corner. So, um, yeah. 
No, mashallah, you say kalam khair and it was so interesting. Yes, well, thank you very much for having me. That was a, that was a pleasure. Yeah, and just, it was my first podcast, you know. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Say kalam khair, bro. Thanks a lot, inshallah. No problem, no problem. Thanks. And alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin, guys. And say kalam khair to our brother. And and alhamdulillah, I hope you benefited and learned and lots of life lessons there. And remember to never give up and to always try and and where whatever challenges and obstacles that come your way. Like our brothers Yusuf said, and they and anyone can overcome them with with the help of Allah and the right support and most importantly the belief. You have to have that self belief. So inshallah, that's it for today's episode. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul, and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existing and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future; you decide your habits. And your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you find this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the hereafter. And I ask Allah to give us all. ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار. Oh Allah, give us good in this life and the hereafter. Safeguard us from the punishment of hellfire. Amen. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته